Happy Wednesday, everyone, and welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha Show. <clears throat> yes, they're still allowing black people to have television shows and podcasts currently. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to remind you guys to make sure you're following the Libra Lounge with Keisha on Facebook. Oh, wait a minute. We're still in Facebook jail. No, we're, we can take posts. Yeah, but we're in Facebook jail. You may not be able to see the shit that I post on there. We've been in jail since, what, November? Yeah. Yeah, free Keisha. Start it right now. Hashtag free Keisha. Uh, but you can most definitely follow us on Instagram, the Twitter, iTunes. Subscribe to our iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. YouTube, TuneIn app, Laughable app, and iHeartRadio. Um, I want to give a special shout-out to us. One of the local businesses around here that I really, 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 really like is KA Micro Salon. Right now, they're having a special that you can get microbladed for $175. The owner, Karen, has had over eight years' experience, and she actually does my brows. And let me tell you, the girl's got hands, and she's really, really, really quick. Um, you don't want to see me without her work being done on my face. You can call her at 713-614-3485. Tonight... We have two very special guests on the podcast with us. We've got the homies from Coke 45 Podcast. Say hello to the Libra Lounge audience. Hey, what's going on? Hello. You guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, uh, I'm Brandon uh, Lyles, uh, known as Beat Him Down on the show, because I didn't want to put my entire government out uh, oh, back in 2014. Your government name? Gotcha. Yeah, too late now. No, we out here. We out here. <laughs> right? I'm still upset by that. And we've got uh, random Randy Savage. Yeah, Randy oh, I, is. I, I, um, I refer to him as being half black, half Vin Diesel. That's just who he. That's just when I. He's half Vin Diesel. He's got a little bit of. He looks like a, a, a black chick, and Vin Diesel had a baby. That every time I say, no one has never, no one's ever told you that before. <laughs> No one? No, no one has ever told me. Some people have told me I look like Lou Bega when I had the curly oh, hair. When I had curly oh. hair. Wow. Oh. And then I, I was the front man of uh, Avenged Sevenfold one year. And then... Uh, <laughs> Keep going. And then, like, I think we should fat, do the whole show about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. And then like a fat, like a fat cousin of The Rock at least one time. Damn. They thought I was <laughs> a fat cousin of the rock. That's fucked up. That really, really is. But you've lost a lot of weight because I went back and I was like, he's lost a lot of weight. So maybe they'll just say you the poe cousin of the rock. How about that? No, it, it, I, I gained it all back in the quarantine. So it's still Aww. a fat cousin of the rock. Those, no, those you, pounds you don't broke. count. <laughs> they don't. You really didn't. All right. You really <laughs> didn't. You really did a whole, a whole other person. So, if you're a friend of the Libra Lounge, you know what time it is. It's time for the gab. We know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so in no way, shape, or form are we going to pretend like that there is not, you know... Uh, a, a international crisis going on right now. We've got the whole Black Lives Movement. Um, so, you know, we're going to talk about that, but we're still going to be the Libra Lounge with Keisha tonight, all right? Um, first, we want to talk about, this was actually funny. We want to talk about some of the celebrities and the shit that they're getting for things that they've done in their past, some of them, uh, you know, targeting black people and all that shit's coming back to hunt them. And now they're probably like, you know, on Suicide Watch with um, 
uh, that one <laughs> cop. So, you know, um, first we're going to talk about Leah Michelle, who was one of the, well, she was the star of the Fox show Glee. Um, you know, I'd always heard that she was a bitch, but I didn't know that she was this big of a bitch. But, um, I, you know, black folks are feeling real brave right now. I mean, they're trying to tell it all. It's like, you know what? This one time in preschool, this bitch took my pail and told me I couldn't have it because I was too dark. So black people are going all the way back. So they're using social media as a way to put other people on blast. So Leah Michelle jumping on that fucking bandwagon, your ass should have just been quiet. And she was saying, oh, black lives matter. I support black people. One of your former core stars who's black was like, uh-uh, no, bitch. Because do you not recall how you wouldn't even let me go in certain sections of the studio? You treated me so bad, so bad that I actually thought that, you know, I can't even have a career in acting. So that was one. Then all the other people started co-signing on the shit. One guy was like, she wouldn't even let me sit at the table. She told me that I wasn't, I wasn't part Thanks. of anything. I had to Damn. go sit somewhere else. Then we thought it was going to stop. Then somebody else said, yeah, she did this, she did that. Mm. So, Leah Michelle, go ahead, get, stop spending money because you're not going to get no work for the next <laughs> 20 years, okay? You're going to have to do a whole reboot, all right? But it's going to be 12 years, so no more Starbucks for you, no more facials, no more traveling. You really need to save your coins. Uh, of course she apologized, which that just made it worse because people just started attacking her. Um, here, here's my thing I'll say about that is... Um, I'm okay with someone being a racist. I just want you to say that you are. I don't want you to try to hide about it. I can't, look, if you tell me that you're racist, and you, you say, you know what, I don't like black women. At least I know how to deal with you. But when you try to do shit, like, did you think no one was going to say anything? Bitch, your show is not on air anymore. So they don't need you. They can say whatever the fuck they want to say about you. So that was one. Did you guys happen to hear about that story? Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> I I I, I haven't. Um, I, I I did I did hear some rumblings recently, but like you know, a lot of this is going on just in general. But it's it like, is, it is, it's it's yeah, a lot. It's, it's a but lot. But it to makes sense though, because like, right? But, but like like now now somehow some way through magic and uh, I guess blood magic, where uh, <laughs> people are just now realizing what what fucked up racist shit is, and like, you know, yeah. usually whenever you see something. Everybody looks you crazy, like no, it's just in your fucking head. Mm -hmm. Now that everybody's realizing it, it's like we have like a backlog of shit that pisses us off. We and just kind of keep it to ourselves and yes. move on. That we're like, like we've been holding on to it forever. So everyone, yeah. everyone that gets out their system. And Black Twitter has been a fucking beast in the night, just waiting and laying and wait. Yet they clap their hands together, say. Our time has come, <laughs> you know. <laughs> black people are bringing up that Rolodex of black hate. Okay, well, let me flip through right now. And you know what? My petty ass is loving it um, because I'm not going to lie. Things have been so tense, uh, really tense, even in my own household. I mean, producer James, he has just gotten, gotten a hit from left and right from me and my daughter. He's at the point now he's asking permission to do shit. Is it okay that I go to the bathroom? I'm gonna be back in five minutes. But if it's not okay, I can hold it. Then there's days where he's like, um, is it okay if I run up to Lowe's real quick? 
I'm going to take my Black Lives Matter poster with me, if that's going to help, okay? Uh, can, is it okay? Yeah, he's asking permission for everything, because uh, it's been a little bit rough for me. You know, I don't know. What to, I'm sorry, um, but it may be rough for you tomorrow as well, my friend. Um, but one celebrity who I was a big fan of his already, uh, especially when I was hardcore into wrestling, but now... <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, he officially forever and ever and ever is invited to all the black family gatherings. He actually could be first in line to get his plate of fried chicken and potato salad. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin read some bitch for filth on Twitter. Uh, Producer James, are you going to be able to pull that up so people can see? Actually, Producer James, since you're white, I'm going to let you read the white part, the part that Stone Cold Steve Austin said. <laughs> But I'm going to need you to do it a little bit more like how he sounds. But here's your opportunity to, you know, here's your spotlight. You got it. So I'll just say what happened. Um, there was a woman who went on the Twitter and was trying to defend the Confederate flag, saying that it's not a sign of racism. She doesn't see it as a sign of racism. Um, it is a sign of Southern pride, you know. Um, so there's nothing wrong with, you know, letting your Confederate flag fly high. Ooh, I bet when she woke up that morning, she did not think, one, that Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to see her tweet, but I'm damn sure she didn't think his ass was going to respond. Producer James, so, roll it. So Steve Austin said, that's nice, and, if I, and that's nice and all, but if I recall, it don't matter what it means to you, because to African Americans everywhere, it's a symbol of oppression, hatred, and equality. So your little heritage not hate story don't mean shit because your stupid white heritage was built on the backs of slaves and identifying with that kind of sort of definitely makes you trash in the Texas rattlesnake's eyes. So you can continue to spew your bullshit, but just know that none of us care, you dumb racist bitch, And that's the bottom line. Thank you, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can do no wrong right now. Now, did y'all hear about that one? Now, like the crazy part is, this is actually old. No, like, he, yeah, he, he's it's been not with new. The kids. Yeah, no, he, yep. he's been he's been on that shit. Oh, so he's been about the culture. <laughs> okay, that makes it even better. <laughs> Don't go in with the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's been with the shit. Like at first, I thought that was a fake uh, meme mm -hmm. uh, back in the day when I saw it. And I was like, oh, either way, I'm happy for it. Right, then, right. Uh, the fact that it, the fact that it came back up, and I'm like, oh shit, was it actually true? Like, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it, it most definitely is. It's uh, it goes right along with uh, what I've been telling people is that it's going to take more black people to be part of the Black Lives Matter movement for it to really take effect, which is currently what people are doing. But we still got a long ass way to go. Okay, so lastly oh, yeah. on the mm -hmm. gab, and I don't even know why I'm even mentioning this, but the show The Bachelor, which. <sighs> Okay, who the fuck is still watching The Bachelor anyway? I don't know. Really, I think white women that drink white cans women. of cans of rose are the only people that still watch The Bachelor. The cans? 
cans of rosé. <laughs> it moved past boxes and went to cans. Yes, 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 yes. They have the little cans now. Um, so, you know, the, the Bachelor, I did watch the first three seasons, and this isn't anything new. They've been catching fire for not having more diversity. You know, I thought it was real funny whenever they would have the Bachelor and I see, like, one black girl, I'm like, bitch, I hope you didn't unpack because you know you're going on first. Um, you know, they were, they would, that wasn't even a full sprinkle. They would just put one in there so, you know, people could say they had no black female contestants. But once again, they're under fire for their lack of diversity. So it leads me to say, you know, they did have a black uh, bachelorette. Actually, she's from Houston. But that bitch knew she didn't want to date no black guy. She wanted to date a white guy because she wanted light-skinned kids with good hair. That was the only reason. It was no mm. surprise who she picked. But do you mm. think it is better mm. to say, look, our target audience is white females. That's who watches the show. Therefore, we don't need diversity. Or do you say, okay, for the greater good, we're just going to continue to sprinkle one or two black people amongst the other contestants? You want to take this, Randy, first? I was thinking about, like, there's two ways to look at it, the morality or the money way, or the, right. you know, the monetary way. And it's yeah. like, if, you know, if Tide and, you know, Pringles and Papa John wants us to I'm have... I'm hungry now. I want a snack. Yeah, wants us to have, like, you know, a cast, like, a clean white linen, right. then I guess we're going to have to have a All class right. of clean white <laughs> linen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if, the, but if, you know. No black spots on that linen. All clean, all white. Yeah. But if it's like, but if it's just the more, if it's just the sake of having like a diverse cast, then yeah, have a diverse cast. I feel like on reality TV shows, it makes more sense to play towards wherever your sponsor wants to. Uh -huh. Rather than like, if you're building a show, like a sitcom or a drama, right. then you can have a more diverse cast more than that. All right, Brandon, what do you think? Honestly, I thought it was more about like like who's really just beating down the door to be on the Bachelor that's black because uh, yeah. I figured it's probably only three black women total for that year that applied and it's right, like, uh, right, right. Because I I probably BET didn't make their own. They have. <laughs> I was about to say if they have, you know it is it. Actually, they had to stop production due to Corona, but they're gonna pick it right back up in July and have that show. Right. But to me, honestly, I'm like I don't give a fuck because I ain't watching The Bachelor anyway. Um, but I agree. Exactly. The, you know, we're we're basically we're having a race war right now. But the ultimate color that matters most to everybody is fucking green. You know what I'm saying? If somebody yeah. tells me, bitch, we are, we're going to pay you $100,000 and you can never take a picture with producer James again, I'm like, ain't no problem. I can do that. You know what I mean? It, uh, I, the money's going to be shared with him. Hell, he will probably even say, you know what? I'll do you one better. I'll take the picture. For, give me that camera. I'll take the picture of the black bitch right now for myself. So it's, it's all about the money. Uh, at the end of the day and I think that's what uh, the problem that a lot of celebrities are having right now because all of these uh, tweets and the interviews that they've had and they said something with a very racial undertone to it they're coming back to haunt them and now they're losing their sponsors uh, people are dropping them no one wants to be associated with anyone that has ever said anything that may look like it was racist towards black people Yeah, it, it, I just, I just really don't think 
<laughs> Black people care that much. Not about the bachelor. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, nah, not this, at all. This, this, this isn't the hill. This isn't the hill. Nah. No. <laughs> right. Okay. Now wait. I, I want fifty percent blacks on the bachelor. Right. Yeah. And we take we taking over Survivor next. Yeah, you know. Out here, yeah. Been out here. I, yeah. I would watch Survivor before I would ever watch another episode of The Bachelor. Uh, because my thing is, is if you, they still try to make it so cookie-cutter clean, and I'm like, damn, it ain't nothing but a brothel. I mean, let's just, where's the sex? Where's all of that kind of stuff uh, that's going on? So when we get back, we are going to get all up in the business of the guys from Cult 45, Stick with the Lever Lounge. Sassy Class Boutique is the hot spot for your fashion, beauty, and home decor desires. We celebrate women of all shapes and sizes with our trendy collection of regular and plus-size clothing. Looking for the right accessories? We have upcycled Louis Vuitton handbags, vegan purses, and jewelry to add sass to your class. We also offer health and beauty products from salon-quality hair care to cruelty-free makeup. Our edgy home decor items will make you the envy of all of your neighbors. Sassy Class Boutique also offers custom items like shirts, hats, and other gifts for any occasion. All of our vendors are female-owned small businesses, and together we are Sassy Class Boutique. Located at 3709 Fatter Drive in Dickinson, Texas, 77539, or shop anytime with us at Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Uh, before we jump all the way into our next segment, producer James wants me to remind you guys, as he does every single week, that he wants you to start paying us. For the podcast and instead of actually <laughs> saying send us money he wants me to say become a patron of the Libra Lounge with Keisha and there's some fabulous prizes that come with however much money you decide to send us if you're cheap you're probably gonna get maybe a, a shout out producer James no you actually can get uh, see I don't even know the prizes no you can get discounts to this get, yes, the boutique discount, uh -huh, uh -huh. merchandise uh -huh, uh -huh. the chance to uh, interact with Keisha directly Mm, get life advice. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I may have to send my assistant producer James for that meeting. You can have to talk to him. Um, uh huh. Anything else? Uh, sponsorship, advertising opportunities, yeah. and you may even learn how to land a wonderful man like Keisha has. Well, we're gonna go right into the next segment because <laughs> that was a bullshit right there. All right, so these guys, I met them last year at Comic Palooza. We've been. Going back and forth on Instagram since then, I love their sense of humor. I think they like mine, and they're really cool people. Absolutely. And so, yep. all right, I'm going to let you guys officially in introduce yourselves to the Libra Lounge audience. Yeah, uh, we're Cold 45. We're basically an unscripted comedy podcast. Uh, the whole point is basically trying to make each other laugh. Uh, I'm sorry if y'all can hear this guy with this fucking leaf blower right out the goddamn window because I want you to jump out there and kill him. We can't. But, um... <laughs> Okay, good. So I just did that for nothing. But uh, <laughs> like I totally can hear it. I will murder this motherfucker. No, but like uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a comedy podcast. Um, we basically uh, like it's basically just a journey of us uh, going through like movies that we may or may not have seen. Uh, you're obviously gonna get a black perspective for the most part, but uh, it's literally all jokes, no script. The goal is to come up with at least like a couple of really good bits and do it. Uh, we got a like a nudity counter, kill counter, the whole nine. Y'all have a nudity calendar? Uh, 
a counter, oh, counter. Oh. And a calendar, sure. I thought it was a calendar. It's all Brandon for like six months and then it's just like. <laughs> Mandango. And then I just send in various parts of my body for the last six. Oh, yeah. De December's Randy's feet. That's, yep. that's a season for giving. Yeah, that's right, ladies. That's oh, yeah. the whole calendar. Well, see, I wanted y'all to reintroduce yourselves because um, producer James just had y'all clumped as the dark skinned guy and a light skinned guy. I'm like, damn it, they have names. <laughs> they Ooh, they geez. have names. In this point? That's not what I said. Really? He did. Wow. Mm -hmm. I recorded it too. I'm sending it over to TMZ right now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, how dare you? God, that's exactly how I. That's exactly how I, you know, tell my parents apart. <laughs> <laughs> the dark skinned one and the light skinned one. The dark skinned one and the light skinned one. <laughs> okay, so why don't y'all tell us a little bit of background? Like, how did you guys meet and get together and, you know, say, hey, I think we should start a podcast? It's actually a really crazy story. Uh, Rand, Randy, in fact, is not the original uh, host when I started this one in uh, 2014. Oh. Um, no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's actually a cool story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so sinister. Right. No, like, the, the thing is, like, uh, I took the show really fucking serious when I started. I, I had, like, you know, machinations at least doing this for, like, as long as I humanly possibly can. And uh, one of my co-hosts wasn't really, like, trying to do it that much. He wanted to do bi-weekly. He didn't mm -hmm. want to do week to week. And uh, you basically, you know, you get departed and did his own thing. I had another co-host. Um, he was it was cool for a bit, but he had like personal issues and stuff, so he had to go. But like he left, like literally. Uh, was that 2017's Karma Palooza? Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. So it was like literally right before a uh, live show uh, panel. Uh -uh. Uh, he just vanished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he vanished and like. <laughs> Uh, I was going through a lot at the time. I was actually like separated at the time, and I was uh, still drinking at the time. So I was mm -hmm. like pretty shit faced. And I'm, like, I'm just gonna like you know dead man walk into this place and just flame out, kill the podcast, and be done with it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the next morning, the next morning when I sobered up, I was like, no, nah, let me at least try once. So I went to our little uh, chat room for all the other uh, podcasters come at least have somebody stand in uh, as a uh, you know just just to help out, so mm -hmm. I can just get through. Get through this and then kill the fucking podcast forever. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, Randy actually hit me up. Well, two people hit me up. I'm not gonna say who the other person is, but, but Randy hit me up. And like I heard Randy before because we did the uh, you know podcast partnership. You know that, that's how we met you, uh, Keisha. Uh -huh. So it was just like I was like excellent because I heard him. I know he's fucking funny. And he was like, I'm actually kind of on, <clears throat> on my way out from a show that I, that I was already doing. And like literally, like at, at that conclusion was like the first time we recorded together. And I basically looked at him. I was like, hey, if this works. You're the fucking co-host, bro. And like, <laughs> like flat, flat cut to now, because uh, it, it's, it's been dope. Because like, 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 honestly, ever since Randy hopped on, is when shit like kicked into a whole other gear. Because mm -hmm. like, he gave just as much of a fuck as I did, and uh, he edits too. He does the film stuff too, and it just it just fucking worked out. It's like the perfect marriage. Yeah, it yeah, really but, was. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Almost. Yeah. But Randy, you're like the third cute. wife. <laughs> yes, I was the third wife, usually the best one. Right. Don't you dare compare me to Trump. Don't you dare compare me to Trump. Don't you dare. You take that shit back, Keisha. You take that shit back. I was thinking of like. All right. I was thinking of like, uh, like uh, Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll take yeah. that. Okay, so. He's less 
producer James and I are huge movie fans. Like, the movies, that's my happy place. Um, we go to the movies so often that our other friends make fun of us because they're like, uh, we've gone to five movies in the last 10 years. And I'm like, we go to like four movies a month. <laughs> and, that's a, and that's a slow month for us. So with the theater, movie theaters being closed right now, what are you guys doing? I mean, what have you been watching? How have you been watching it? How's it affecting your podcast? Um, to be fair, not really that much. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the thing about doing a cult classic movies is like, like when I first started working with Brandon, I kept like suggesting movies. He's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not, it hasn't been out long enough for us to be considered cult. So I, I did a formula down to like, okay, if it's past this date, then I'm sure he's going to say yes. And if it's over <laughs> this amount, like, I think it's going to be a better. And I like, I had to boil it down after like oh, 65 episodes. I'm like, okay, I, think I got a good pick. Because like every once in a while you get uh, that, 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 um, the last house on the left kind of thing. And yes. it's like, oh no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, and it, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I'm just, I'm just difficult to work with. That's fine. But I didn't say that. I was just saying, I was trying to find, I was trying to make you happy. <laughs> he doesn't I want you to know. get another, he doesn't want you to get another divorce and have to have a fourth <laughs> podcast wife. Wow. Okay. Right. He's trying so to I'm keep really, the marriage together. I don't know how to get into the con by myself. I got abandoned the second time, guys. All right. I'm I'm, I'm healing too. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, <laughs> eerily homoerotic for no reason. But um, yeah. no, like it, it, like honestly, it fucked up our Patreon. Uh, yeah. Bit, oh yeah. Do, like, no place to do recent movies uh, for the people who pay, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, so like we leaned on Netflix hard this right. whole quarantine, and I've been. I've been counting the days because I actually I, I love going to the theater just in general because I go I go matinee time by my fucking self where there's nobody there mm -hmm. nobody to piss me off get on my nerves yeah uh, the last movie I saw was uh the Invisible Man uh -huh. mm -hmm. and there was uh there was only two other people in there and there were a couple and I say what about Sonic no we saw Sonic uh, before the Invisible Man okay. Well, well, that, that, it didn't count. That's, that's what my son. That was personal. And I don't okay. think neither one of y'all should admit that y'all paid money to go see Sonic the Hedgehog at the movies. <laughs> James went to. That's my son's jam. Now my son was excited. Are you I serious? Like, I, I liked it. Really? Yeah. And producer James is shaking his head as well. He liked it as well. Okay, I'll just be quiet. I'll talk about myself. I have a kid, but he, I, I liked it by myself. It was just like. Okay. Okay. Well, I did see the Invisible Man. Fucking great! It was actually really good. Are we talking about Sonic or the Invisible Man? <laughs> the Invisible Man. Okay. Invisible Man. Yes, it was. It was. It was good. Um, we actually watched it because that's when they first started doing um, what is it the the theater to home thing? Um, so we watched it at home. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really uh, good. Oh. Okay. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of wish I saw that one at home because uh, it was somebody who was uh, like. The couple, uh, the lady literally just got on the fucking phone. You know the part where, uh, spoiler, sorry guys, but the, the part where he was standing on the sheet and she was trying to like pull the sheet. Yes. Mm. The, chick, the chick was on the phone and I was like, do you mind? And like, they had the nerve to get mad at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Trying to cheat on my boyfriend, leave me alone. Right. And then like, because <laughs> she finally left to go excuse herself to talk on the phone. And then like, when she came back in, 
she literally looked at me and said, like, you need to stay out of my business. I just bust out laughing. I was just like, how, how am I the asshole? Yeah. I would have like, bitch, if you weren't sitting here telling your, like, we're all in your business currently. You're on your cell phone in a theater. We can all hear you. You're right. You broke the social contract. Like the M&M's talking about it, Geico, everybody yeah. fucking covers exactly. this shit. Like, what, what? You got the fucking Geico lizard, the get-go, talking about you right now, okay? Okay, so, Producer James, see, I'm not the only people that start shit at the movies. No, oh, wait. you've almost fought kids before. <laughs> I was about to fight a kid at the movies. And he, it oh, was... Really? It was yeah. so many years ago, but he will never, ever, ever let me live it down. And, and I'm not ashamed of it, because she was being loud oh, in the movies, oh, okay. and... You know. How, how old was he, though? Uh, the girl was probably, like, 16. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Producer okay. James talking about she was, was five. No, she was not five like years old. old. She right. was 16. Five-year-old. Like, five yeah. Like, <laughs> but I, your ass. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. And then she called herself waiting for me after the movie was over. Like, I was going to be oh, wow. scared. Talking about, oh, I'm going to wow. uh, tell mama. Hey, how about that? She's like, I'm going to tell mama. I was like, well, go call your mama. Tell her to put down her government cheese and bring her ass up here and I'll wow. cuss her out too. I'm not playing with you, little wow. girl. And James is like, can you please stop acting black? Can we please just walk quietly to the door and leave? So, you know, I've been on probation ever since then. Um, all right, so to me, okay, so I had some movies that I was really, really looking forward to, especially uh, the newest Fast and the Furious movie. We go... The uh, opening night, uh, my best friend and I and producer James, I was ready. So when they started doing these home releases, I'm like, fuck that. I am not going to watch Tyrese avoid doing something dangerous on my home television screen. I am not going to watch Vin Diesel doing uh, shit that no one could possibly do, like swinging from a bus that's hanging from a mountain on my home screen. I am not going to watch Michelle Rodriguez pretend like she's not really a lesbian on my home TV. I need to go to the movies. I need a margarita. I need some popcorn to watch all of that stuff happen. So, you know, they went ahead and they pushed the premiere to next summer. So my question is, y'all, wouldn't y'all think we're going to get back to normalcy with going to the theaters? Oof, that's a good question. September. They're gonna you try to so? push it, yeah. Yeah, no. they're gonna try and push it to September because, like, I know AMC has already filed for bankruptcy. Cinemark is on its way, and then Regal is like right behind. What? Like, Wait a minute! They're, I didn't. They're we didn't so know close that. To, like, they're oh, so yeah. close to the to the bandsaw that they're literally going to risk people's lives to get this thing back up and running again. Yeah, damn right. Because they they're gonna uh, basically put out uh, movies they don't have a whole lot of faith in first. Okay. Yeah. Let them to let them die as martyrs, like all, all, all the heavy hitters. Your, your Fast and the Furious, your yeah. uh, your goddamn, uh, you know, uh, Black Widows. All yeah. those are gonna be like like end of the fucking year, if not next year. Yeah. And like uh, they're gonna just like they're gonna try some shit and just see who who flames out and dies, and they can just blame Corona because it's like good for good for the taxes and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it, it's, oh, they're definitely shit. trying. I think I think it's soon as well, like fifty three days. Yeah. Wow. I know, like Tenet still has a, it's still set on doing it in July. But I know they're going to push that back to September, for sure. Okay, so I know Star Cinema, um, they have been playing catalog movies. And I'm at the point now, I'm not a big fan of Star Grill. We have District Theater down here, and I, I love them. But I was like, at the point, I'm like, I want to go to the movies so fucking bad. I am willing to go to Star Cinema Grill 
and watch Paul Blart Mall Cop with my husband, who looks just like Paul, I mean, Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's how badly I want to go to the... He doesn't. No, he does. There's a side-by-side. -side. He looks just like Kevin James. Yeah, it's true. He's even that, nodding his own head. Yeah. Yeah, he. That's the, that's how he grew the beard. It doesn't work though, because Kevin James grew a beard for Becky, so like it just. Oh fuck! You're right. Oh, he doesn't look like him. Oh shit! See, told you. Every Halloween, I beg him to dress up with the fucking uh, security guard outfit. He refuses to do it. I don't know why. It is the funniest thing to me. See, oh, I told you he looked like him. Mm-hmm, oh. mm-hmm. Okay, so I have to know, what are each of your top three favorite movies? So I wrote down Back to the Future, Bill and Ted, and Die Hard. Damn, well, you, you said you're half black, right? I know, but I grew Wait. up in a very white neighborhood. Clearly you did, because I just knew I'm going to get you sucker was going to be one of your top three favorite movies of all time. I didn't watch that movie until 2019. Oh, you, you did see it. Good. I did see it. Yeah. After we did our February thing where we went through all the black movies, I started watching a lot more of those. Yeah. Wow. It's, 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 it's not Randy's fault at all. Like, we, 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 we actually covered this, like, at length uh, at one of the shows because, like, you know, like, we both have very different upbringings. So it's like, it's shit that he's been seeing that I've never seen and vice versa. So it, 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 it actually helps with the conversation. Um, <sighs> My top three, oh, God, I hate to, I, mean, I should have went first. Go ahead. The color purple. Yes. <laughs> Me no, and you not. must it's never not. part. No. That is no, classic. It's, it's a, no, it's a classic movie, but it's not, it's not my favorite. Uh -huh, it's uh -huh. was, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be um, uh, Coming to America. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, it's a good one. Get Out. Oh. Uh, yeah, and um, Hereditary. That movie right there, I love that movie. That is a great movie. Hereditary? I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's good. It's, it. yeah. yeah. It's been like two years now. I almost haven't seen I still haven't seen You, you got to watch it. Like yeah, I don't like Midsommar, so I'm like, I really don't want to watch this now. Midsommar was good, too. But Hereditary, well, Hereditary it's, it's, it's a good movie. So, Y'all are kind of like producer James and I because we both love movies, but you can clearly see our different upbringings by the things that he hasn't seen and I haven't seen. Uh, and I'm a sucker. Coming to America or Get Out. Like he's seen those, but see, I like I like movies that are like a one star movie. That's the shit that I'll watch over and over again, like Norbit. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That is oh, that oh. is movie gold right there. That is some of Eddie Murphy's best work is Norbit. So I love movie a lot of one star movies. Wow. Where producer James like, but you every time Norbit comes on, we literally have to cancel the plans that we have during that time frame so you can watch it. But you've never seen Pulp Fiction, and I haven't. I know. Wait. Yes. Wait. I said, so no. Okay. Yeah. I know. You should definitely see that. You, you definitely see Pulp Fiction. Yeah. It's really or good. at least listen to our episode about it. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah, let us ruin Pulp Fiction for you. I think it's like episode 204. <laughs> Please, yeah. Let us, let us just spoil the whole thing and, and get one extra 
you know, play on our fucking list, please. That'd be dope. So here's a crazy thing. Like, I will not have seen a movie, but I know all the actors, I know the characters, and I probably have the movie soundtrack, but I haven't seen the movie. Wow. Yeah, I'm that chick right there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know what? I tell you what, I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction this weekend. Please. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. All right. Um, so what movies were you guys actually looking forward to for this summer before COVID came and just fucked up everything? You know what? Shit ain't been right since Kobe Bryant died, period. No, it mm. is not. Nope. nope. Mm -mm. No, it is not. Nope. It is not. So what uh, movies were y'all looking forward to? Maybe he sacrificed for racial healing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? What? <laughs> It's that damn gorilla that's it, like, that's how it started. <laughs> Back to the, like, yeah. Harambe, Harambe, yeah. 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 It's, it's true. It's, where every year was like, man, this is the worst. I can't wait till 2018. And then it's like, nope. Yep. It's worse than each year. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, f you know, for humanity, we would think that a small black child falling into a gorilla enclosure at, at the zoo was just the tip of the iceberg, like, wow, okay, we really need to come together. And then, you know, the, the damn gorilla got shot. See, that's where we went wrong. They killed the gorilla for some stupid shit that the kid did and his mom did. They should have shot the mom. Because how the fuck do you let your kid fall into a fucking gorilla pit? Like, who does that? The, 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 the first problem was the fact that it was a black kid in the gorilla enclosure. <laughs> that, that was the initial shock. Like, uh, yeah. That was... Yeah. That was the paradox. That was the paradigm yeah. shift that fucked the whole. Because it's like, since when? Since when did we get in the Indian closure? Like, that, yeah. that's not our lane. Yeah. And this shit just got fucked. Everybody's yeah. just like, well, maybe Trump will be a good president. Everything. Yeah. Shit yeah. It, it changed everything. I know, it, it's now like, I know what to do when I go back in time and fix things. Well, I was just yeah. about to say, it's like we're living in a throw weird parallel universe. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Go back and throw a white child in there. It'd be fun. That would make things right. Yeah. That would. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was that noise you just made? Oh, it's fine. You haven't gotten there yet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, 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 that's when things went totally, totally left. You're absolutely right. So I know I wanted to see Fast and the Furious. Producer James, what did you want to see this summer? Uh, I think the. Uh, Black Widow. Well, that was going to be November. I don't know what was coming up in in summer. I just forgot to care anymore. Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. That's Wonder what Woman I was 84. looking forward to. Yeah. Wonder Woman and uh, you know what? I can't even think of. I can't think of anything else. I want to see Tenet, bad as fuck. Uh, Tenet, uh, Candyman, and uh, Antebellum. Yes. Thank you for reminding me of Candyman. Um, because I told producer James, I was like, oh, really? uh, I said, you know what? They redoing Candyman. It's an all-black cast. If these motherfuckers fuck up the legend of Candyman, I'm going to be pissed. I'm, I, you know, I, it was just like, this was a movie. I wasn't sure I felt about them rebooting it. I'm not a big fan of reboots. Um, but I, it, the new Candyman did look like it was going to be good. I was looking forward to that. But I haven't even heard when it's going to premiere. Since all of this happened, yeah, yeah, it got super quiet. But trust me, it's not a uh, it's not a reboot. It is oh, okay. a direct sequel from part one. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was like it's just a continuation. Yeah, okay, so it's a continuation. One, I'm not say nothing else. Cause, yeah, yeah. If you if you just rewatch the first movie, just to kind of refresh things. I did but, last week. Uh, 
Okay, because uh, Vanessa Bell was in it. She yep. just, she's just so goddamn fine that she just didn't, she didn't age at all. Yeah. Please. Oh, look at this old woman. No, is she we, looked the same. Trying to put makeup on her at all? <laughs> <laughs> can we do? Can we just uh, just just you know shake a dust on her face or something? Can we just try to fuck her up a little bit? You try at least. We're paying you to put makeup on her, make her look old. She's too hot. I'm sorry. We don't want that. Uh, I'm just glad to see her working trying. again. It's been a minute. Give us all the whole bag of flour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when we get back, we are going to, um, and I, I have one more question that's movie related, but I'm going to wait to the end to ask you guys that. But when we get back, we're going to talk about the state of the world right now with the death of George Floyd and the whole Black Lives Movement, Black Lives Matter movement when we get back. Welcome back to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. Um, so, I know the last segment we had was, you know, all shits and giggles, uh, but I did want to make sure to touch on something because what you guys did, and people may not know that, was you guys were very instrumental in coordinating the uh, podcast blackout for our area because I didn't even know anything about it until you guys messaged me. So what made you decide that that is a responsibility that you wanted to take on? Uh, I, honestly, um, I was just sick and tired of the shit. I'm I, I, it was, um, the Ahmaud Arbery thing, uh, ironically enough was like the last straw for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. as far as, you know, cause I, I, because because like we have full control of this platform, you know, we're independent, we're not owned by any corporations or anything. We can say whatever the fuck we want. And uh I was just tired of it. I and mm -hmm. I didn't want to do another I, I really honestly didn't want to do another hashtag. I didn't want to do uh just the same old shit because it's not it wasn't changing anything. Right. And I still felt like the idea wasn't gonna change anything, but I wanted um people who were like on the fence and not very vocal that like, you know, tended to stay quiet or if I make a comment about it, they miss that comment or just don't really see it happening or anything. Mm -hmm. It was more of an awareness with that because, you know, like there, there are a lot of white podcasts. There's right. a lot of white podcasters, and I know a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And, like, it, you just feel like I, I'm tired of having to just run to the nearest black podcaster to talk to them about something when it's like, no, this is like a – uh, somebody made a comment like, oh, I don't want to get political. I was like, it's a fucking human rights issue. Right, yeah. And uh, – uh, my, my wife literally like just broke down and started crying, mm -hmm. uh, just over just everything. Mm -hmm. And because oh, at that point George the George Floyd shit happened, and I was just like outside my own body at that point. Right. And I was like, fuck this, like I'm not, I can't sit here and talk about, you know, some movies and shit and try mm -hmm. to laugh because like because we we we've been addressing injustices and try to make jokes and try to deal and cope and you know deal with the you know deal with the best we fucking can. But I was just like I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. tired of pretending. This problem isn't as big as it fucking is. Right. And sorry, but yeah, y'all cut from the show. But uh, oh, fuck <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, right. My bad. But like, I, I was, I was just, I was just fucking furious, and I just wanted to like weaponize uh, the podcast in some form and fashion to like, you know, let it be known that like, hey, this shit is not cool, and we're not gonna criminalize fucking victims. Like that. Mm -hmm. that that's like that's like the the biggest newest thing that they've been doing. It's like trying to find any kind of reason, any kind of thing to justify. Uh, why this person died in such a fucked up way. And it's like, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was over it. Yeah, they are. I I, you know, I actually had to tell someone, they're like, oh, well, they found drugs in his system. I'm like, he could have been smoking a fucking crack pipe and having sex with a horse, and he still didn't deserve what happened to him. It doesn't matter what he was exactly. doing, you know? Exactly. 
Uh, I know whatever. Last, last you, time I checked, smoking a joint don't put a knee in your neck. That's the last, that's no. last time. I, I don't. I don't know if you or not. Yeah. Legend has it. Yeah. <laughs> Legend had smoking blood. You don't get a knee in your fucking throat. Last, right. last time I checked. So you know when um, you sent the message about the podcast blackout, I told James I was like, uh, the guys from because we both checked the messages on Instagram, and I was like, hey, the guys from Code Forty Five are talking about doing this podcast blackout. I said, so we're not doing a show next week, and he's like, wait a minute, what? We're not doing a show. I'm like, nope, we're not doing a show. He goes, well, what does that mean? I said, that means that no podcast are releasing new episodes, which we'd already released an episode that week, so I'm like, we're gonna do it the following week, we're not having a show. And he was like, I don't understand that. Uh, I don't get it, why, why be silent? It's better to say something. I said, no. I'm like, because we've been saying stuff. I said, so now it's like we have to unify to really get the point across, because he was, we kind of went at it a little bit, because he was like, no, I think we should have a show about what's going on. I'm like, no. Ooh, this is the movement. Keisha. This is whatever. This Keisha. is what we're doing. Keisha. Yes. Sweetie, I, I'm sorry. Like this is, is I, this ain't the time for me to <laughs> agree with a white man right now. But yes. uh, mm -hmm. shut up! Don't uh, you fucking say it! I swear to God, I'm gonna hang up the phone. You didn't. I sent. I sent instructions though. Oh, I yeah. didn't. Uh, I thought we. I thought we were clear on what we were doing. Like I wasn't sure too. Like oh, we're just burning an episode. Like, no, no, we're going to talk about it in form, oh. but we're not releasing new content. Oh. Right. We, yeah. we're, not, we're not sticking to the script of what we normally do. It's okay. Y'all yeah. didn't send me the instructions. Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. Uh, nope. Y'all didn't send me the instructions. Okay. Uh, you say you don't fuck with Twitter like that, so that... No. So, okay, so the instructions were on the Twitter, right? Everybody, guys like everybody, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you a question. So does it count a little bit that I put the little the little black block? No, no. Okay. <laughs> the fact that you got to check a white guy, that that, that counts doubly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, Shut up, James. Yes. Yo, I'm like, you tell me what you do. <laughs> and, and you know what? It actually came to the point where I said this. I said, the cuff. 45 guy says this is what we're doing. So this is what we're doing. The end. I'm the host of the show. There is no show without me, producer. And that was the end of it. I'm so sorry. Uh, I like, that was no the end of it. it yeah. like the, okay, it was super late. I was super, like, because, like, I sent, I sent a, an initial, like, not well, you know, thought out version first. And I was like, oh, right, let, let me redo this and, like, make it more clear. Uh -huh. a, lot, a lot of people had the same reaction, like, why would I not? For the podcast uh, episode, yeah. out. I'm like, no, like you, you will. And I, but see, I thought all that was just microaggressions of people not wanting to do it at all. So I'm, I almost got in my feelings, and I was like, no, let me just be very concise because because it, 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 there was a lot of pettiness in the instructions. That's probably why I didn't send it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so because <laughs> you know my petty ass would have been all over it. No, nah, because like the, the, the last step is that's it, and whatever whenever anybody has the last step in instructions being that's it, it means they think it's stupid. Sometimes, so I just, God. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but then it then it actually worked. It actually worked out, and then uh, uh you know. But yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Keisha. That that was that was my fault. Okay. I think 100%. Okay. For yeah. That. Okay. Well, I apologize on behalf of the black community. I'm sorry. We accept it. We accept it. We, oh we no, fully the leader of the black delegation is just. <laughs> I mean, all the DMs I am, bro. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that. I I, I get my sash in the mail. Uh, through Amazon tomorrow. Like, All right, <laughs> Jeff Bezos sent it to you personally. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, so um, 
this in my household, I know, I don't know about, I don't know if you guys are married to black women or women of a different color, but in my house with us being an interracial couple, it has been not a division, but it has been clear that I assume that producer James knew and understood certain things by being married to me, and he doesn't. So we had to, my daughter and I had to get him all the way together. Um, so how was it for you guys? Um, well, as a single guy, fine, perfectly fine. <laughs> there was no debate. <laughs> as a single father, uh -huh. as a single father, I had to explain to my son, like, you know, who is, who is white by design, to be fair? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> white by I built design. him this way. Yeah, I built him this way. On his birth certificate, it says black, yeah. but he's Ryan Gosling. He's like, there's no way you would, like, confuse him. Okay. Yeah, like, if the race really kicks off, he gets to, like, like he can pick. And then to the white. Yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah. I built ourselves a spy, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> right? We need those you know, kind of spies. The dance move. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even fuck up the German three. He'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> White by design. I, I'm going to be using that for the rest of the week right there. That's uh, pretty fucking funny. Uh, That'd be the greatest furniture store slogan. Clip. White by design. Yeah. <laughs> A furniture store. <laughs> So that even makes it even better. Like, how do you explain what's going on to him? You know, his heritage being one, and but to the world, he looks white. The same way I explain to him whenever he uses the word uh, fat or, like, gay, mm -hmm. it's just like, uh, okay, you love your grandma, right? I'm like, yeah. Well, she's kind of fat. I'm like, yeah. So do you love people who are fat? I was like, I guess so. And it's like, you love your you love your mormor right? And she's like, yeah. Well, your mormor is gay. And she's and he's like, oh yeah. And he's like, yeah. So I mean, your love goes beyond these words, and you need to understand that your words have power. And like, that's why I keep trying to push towards like using, not using like not bad words. I tell them that bad words are like have an age restriction on them. It's like when you get to like 25, you're allowed to say the word fuck. I'm going ahead and allow you to say that. <laughs> but right now you're only you're exclusively to hell and damn until you get to like 18 then you can start dropping in some bitches and and hoes and ass. shit like that yeah bitches and hoes how old is he like, he's 10 oh oh damn he got he's he gets 10, to do a lot more like, than i got had, i did at 10 i couldn't what was that catholic school anyway so it was like oh if you do anything wrong you're going to hell so i didn't cuss it's, like, it's hard it's hard to like train an autistic child as well and it's like in the words of like of how to react with society because he doesn't get it. Is he high functioning autistic? Yeah. Yeah. So is yeah. James's He's son. High yeah, yeah, yeah. James's son is the same way. So we get it. <laughs> Press them believe. Yeah. So it's like I gotta push him a lot to like get him where I want him to go. And it's like, look, you gotta understand that this is a certain there are certain boxes where you're allowed to say this. I'm allowing you to do these things. But right. once you're in the school box, there's like none of that. Right. This is I'm I'm gonna side with the teachers. I'm gonna side with your mom. And right. Like, and normally that's the same way. It's like you know I, I learned long ago that the best solution for any kind of for the child's well-being is to work as a cohesion unit 
with me and my ex-wife rather than trying to have our division where it's like, okay, what did your mom say? Well, she said I could. I'm going to call her and ask. Okay, she said I could. All right, well, then that's fine. Well, now we're not doing it now. And we're not doing it twice because you lied to me. Right. So with with her being white, did she come to you and say, what do we do about what's going on? How do we explain it to our son? No, she like she she's been freaking about that forever. Like when uh-huh. he was when he was a little kid, she worried about me driving around the street with him because, like I said, he's Ryan Gosling and I am not. Right. And so I look like I'm kidnapping a white child every time I'm driving down the road. Yeah, so, you do have that kind of I drive a white van look about you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But yeah. it was like so we before he learned before he learned the bad words, the words he learned or like as repetitive is. This is my dad. His name is Randy. This is where I live. This is my birthday. This is who I am. Like, I made him recite this to me so that way he knows these words first. So did you also say this? Did you teach him, this is my my dad, Randy? Yes, he is my real dad. Yeah, like, did you add that in there too since y'all look so different from one another? I mean, I didn't, but it's like it, it would be really hard to disprove my address and then he'd call his mom, and then she'd bring the white lawyers in, and then just like, okay, now we're all. So my best case is just to stay calm and not die. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of how we all are right now, is stay calm so our black asses don't die today. So what about you, Brandon? How's it been for you and your household? Well, it, in my black household. I'm like, all, he said all black, everybody black, black, every day we black. I'm it's black, black up in here. Household. My yeah. 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 Literally just a house of misery, unfortunately. I yeah. kind of wish I had somebody that was clueless, but it, it's nothing but sad. Shout out to uh, my wife, because uh, she does a uh, Carlos Houston. She's uh, She has her own business and everything. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, whenever you make yourself seen as a open supporter of black anything, mm-hmm. it comes back to you. So um, she didn't know what to do, because we, we were both kind of like trying to figure out what to do with our platform. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she made a shirt. She made a shirt for herself, just for herself, and it said, "Dear black man, I love you." Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, went to a, she went to the gas station, and we have this uh, this uh, African dude who we're really cool with. He saw the shirt. He just bust out crying, emotionally. Wow. And like other people saw the picture, other people uh, saw the picture of her with the shirt, and they were begging her to do something, like please, like sell it or just get the proceeds to charity or anything. So she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, she raised like in one week, she raised like five hundred dollars. I, I I know it's more by now. That's but, awesome. Um, she raised like, a whole bunch of money, and like her picture was circulating and everything, and like uh, you know, like my son's in a photo, uh, my nephew's in a photo, the whole night. But of course, why are we interviewing you? Then we should have been interviewing her. Go get her. <laughs> she's, not, she's working right now. I gotta see. Like she's currently working as we speak. She's a real star. Next. How do we get to her? Yell away, movie monkey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, would, I would definitely, if you want her on, I would definitely like, put her on. Cause, that uh, is, yeah, you know, that is pretty cool. Um, the fucked up part was. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, just, just people say racist shit in the comments. They, uh, they yeah. Call uh, both her and my child monkeys. <sighs> said my son will be dead soon. Don't worry. Like, uh, oh so God, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she didn't. She didn't show me, so I couldn't look these people up. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it's just you know, like so. It, it's a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of a lot of PTSD. You know, because like how what happened girl on Glee. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's kind of on that, thinking about all the uh, the past transgressions that were happening. Yeah. Like, I think mm-hmm. she's getting better, but it, it's been it's been rough. Yeah, because she's scared for you and she's scared for y'all's son, and you right. know that's real fear. Getting looks. Yeah, but, but but we're also getting looks because somebody fucking died. So it's kind of yeah. like, the fuck do you cheer for at this point? You know what I mean? So it, I it, agree. It's a lot of feelings. I, you know, and I told people. producer James, I said. um, no, I was talking to someone about not having a show. But like, look, the, the show is comedy based, and like we act the fool. Because my goal is, you know, hey, you watch my show for one hour or a little bit longer, you can fucking laugh at stupid shit that I say and that I think, you know. Um, and like I always tell people, I'm like the Libra Lounge Keisha is a different Keisha from the boutique owner Keisha, and a different Keisha from like the PTO Keisha. You know what I mean? They're all different bitches, but. The real me, and I was, this past week, extremely, I was angry at first. I was really, really just fucking angry, mad at the world. Um, then I was scared because my brothers, they're 24 and 25. They wanted to go uh, to the protest in Houston. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We're scared for y'all to go, but y'all need to go. And um, they took my brother's girlfriend, who's white, and I had to say, look, if shit get real, I know you're going to want to leave her. But don't leave her ass, okay? <laughs> I was like, make sure y'all bring her with you. But saying we'll keep them alive. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was very happy and proud of the city of Houston for mm-hmm. really showing everyone this is how it's done. This, this can be done. Because I ain't going to lie. If it's a place and I got a whole, 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 whole bunch of black people, I ain't going. Mm-mm, no, because I know we can get out of control real quick. But I'm like, this is this is what the world needed to see. Um, and I was very happy for the people that were not black, who didn't fully understand, but they knew that this was the time to support the black person in your life, the black friend, the black spouse. You know, um, we needed that. We needed we needed to show unity. So. Do, I know I have had to deal with this this week, and it has pissed me off every fucking time. Um, people in different, in one way or another, have chosen to try to put the spotlight on the rioting and the looting because now I know rioting and looting are two different things. I thought it was the same shit. And they're so angry about that. Oh, these people are coming to our city. They're tearing it up. Oh, if they come here, I'm going to have my shotgun. Oh, how horrible is all the looting? Look at, I'm like, motherfuckers, what, what, did you forget that a man was killed? That, that's why all of this is happening. This is not happening for, people were actually displaying how upset they were about a building being destroyed. And as a business owner, yes, I would be very upset if my business were destroyed, but fuck, we live here in Texas, Houston, Texas, where a hurricane could do the same kind of damage and I would be just as Mm -hmm. upset, but I could rebuild my business. But I'm like, someone lost their life. Why are you so upset about the rioting, but you're not so upset about George Floyd being killed and the world was able to witness it? Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was a question in there, but no. Sorry. I, I, I kind of went out on a rant, didn't I? 
It's not a pent up frustration. Oh, yeah, that was absolutely y'all feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, honestly, the whole, like, look at the looters, all this stuff, is just to perpetuate, um, you know, the fear they already have. You know what I mean? Like, like, I keep stoking those fires of fear and misunderstanding and focus on the riots, focus on the property damage because y'all never give a fuck about you know, the actual lives on right. the shit. Like, don't yeah. humanize them, keep them frightening. Yes. And also, it makes for good TV with, with, with you know, like, like that's why Poo Poo on CNN, um, you know, because they're kind of waiting on the riots because, like, this is good TV. Uh-huh. But it's like, it, it, it's easier to hate us when you, for some fucking reason, when you talk about the property damage versus the, uh, which is insured, which makes no sense. So it's right, like, right. Very and, true. And at, the same time, at the same time, nobody talks about the, that one white kid that stole the Lego set or that bitch that had a whole cheesecake in her fucking hands, but you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where does she get that cheesecake from? Like, okay, look, I'm not gonna lie. The cheesecake looked good, but I'm like, this bitch was rolling through like all this shit with her cheesecake. Like, okay. All I'm saying is, it's not that chaotic if nobody flipped that fucking cake over. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It would have been hilarious if she just ran out and somebody just went. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. I would have had that shit on loop. We'll get another one then. Yeah. You're asking for it. Yeah. And I agree with what you just said. If it was so bad, this woman would have said, you know what, fuck the cheesecake today. I'll just come back and get it tomorrow. But she was able to go, and I didn't even see anyone really around her. So I'm like, it couldn't have been that. I'm not going to risk my cheesecake. So if things were really, really bad and I thought I might drop my cheesecake, I'd be damned. I'm like, oh, no, can I just pick up my order tomorrow? Um, but <laughs> you were right. Like, to me, it is, you know, we were wrong when we were kneeling, you know, because Colin Kaepernick, oh, how dare you kneel? You are disrespecting this song that the majority of the people don't even know all the words to. And I'm like, what, is there a more peaceful way to protest than being on your, uh, on your knee? I mean, people bow down to royalty. The guy is, you know, he's, he's on his knee, but I'm like, you don't want us to kneel. You don't want us to protest. You don't want us to do anything because we're not supposed to matter. That that's what you really want to say. Oh, yep. And I am, as a black woman, I'm not going to even pretend to understand how a black man feels about it because to me, black men are targeted. They've got a target on the front, their back, the side, everything, everywhere they go all the time. And I don't even, I can't even imagine the amount of stress and anxiety that you have to walk around with. Um, it, it's trash. I, I, Honestly, I always felt like it's worse for black women um, in general. We're at the bottom like, of the know, barrel. Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're a woman, too. Yes. So it's like... <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, yeah, sad yeah. but true. Yeah. You fucked up and wound up with ovaries. So, like, I mean, it's yeah. like we're all about George Floyd, but everyone keeps forgetting about Breonna Taylor. And it's exactly. like, how are we not even more outraged on that? Like, there was an yeah. old lady that got shot up in Baytown. And, like, yeah. forget about them. It's like, you know, it, 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 and also, it's just so goddamn many of us. Yeah. That are just dead. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. kind of like, everybody's like, oh, this one man. It's like, no, 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 no. No, no, no not one. It's not just the one. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot, guys. And it, yeah. And, and like, literally, like, because, uh, you know, we had everybody, like, read up names um, on their show. Three minutes. Three minutes of just names. Wow. And it's like, 
that's a lot of time. Yeah, it right. is. And then the, the names we didn't say, names they said that we miss, and bop, 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 and yeah. it's just it's too fucking many. Yeah. It's too many. It is, because you know what? There was people that had been killed that I didn't even know about until people started saying it once George Floyd mm -hmm. died. Um, what It is so odd to me that George Floyd, which every day I'm learning more and more things about him, um, that this man, his death ignited the world to come together to be part of the Black Lives Movement, uh, Black, Black Lives Matter movement. But every, I think people are forgetting the day-to-day -day things that we're having to deal with. And, you know, my husband asked me, he was like, you know, is George, first he goes, I don't want to offend you. I'm like, uh-huh, go ahead. Um, I mean no disrespect, Miss Owens, um, but let me ask this question. Because <laughs> um, I was about to drop his last name last week. I was just that pissed off. I'm like, I'm not caring around this white man's name. Um, but he's like, was George... Care about slave master's yeah, name? I've got my, no, my new last name is motherfucking X. Um, but he asked me, he was like, was George Floyd's death worse than... Uh, Ahmaud Aubrey's and I said no and I gave him a couple of reasons why I said first of all most people don't know what it feels like to be shot I said but everyone's had a cold and they've had a stuffy nose and they can't breathe everyone's had to gone swimming and had to hold their breath so everyone knows what it feels like to not be able to breathe and I said and then to watch the video is one thing but then we're hearing a grown man call for his mom and then we mm -hmm. see a man struggling and then there's no movement at all. I'm like, we watched him die. And then you watch this and then you think about the people that were right there that never gave up trying to get that officer to let up off of him. It's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, no, George yeah. Floyd wasn't some, um, you know, astronaut. You know what I mean? This is a person that, it, had he not died, we may have never even heard his name. Uh, but right. it was the tip of the fucking iceberg for us, for everybody. It's like enough is enough. Like, now you're able I mean, to see it. Like, like, like choosing between those two is like the, the selfish choice of the worst black decisions you can ever, yes. ever like deal uh -huh. with. You know? Mm -hmm. It's either A, you're being hunted, or B, yeah. you're being slowly suffocated, and you can't do shit about it because there's three other fucking people holding you down. Yeah. It's, it's trash either way. Yes. It's uh, it's horrifying either way, but it's also like in the Rolodex of possible things that can happen to you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, which sucks. Cause like, yes. I'd, rather like, <laughs> I'd rather be like, oh, I have a better chance of getting, you know, fucked up by a shark or a fucking hippo yeah. or some shit. But no. No, that's not, you know, it's just, it is what it is, but it's like, it's so, it's just, I'm, I'm tired of the videos just being available mm -hmm. with the greatest of ease. If I mm -hmm. pantomime kicking a dog, they, they're going to take that video down with the greatest. That's like a whole other thing. <laughs> and I, and like, here's the thing, and everyone knows that I fucking love animals. Oh, I love animals more than I love humans, but make no mistake, this was a human life, and you are absolutely right. People get outraged. People get outraged when a person takes their dog to the pound. How dare that person just take that dog and leave him? How sad is this? And then you got fucking Sarah McLaughlin singing in the background to a goddamn commercial, and people are at home crying, but then you hear have a grown man who we watch die, and it's like, mm, mm, well, 
he was he if he hadn't have been breaking the law, you know, it's always some kind of fucking excuse. Do we got to find that old white guy with the uh, penny a day uh, for those African kids? We, we got to we got to pull him back out to walk around the inner cities and like this is Jamal. Jamal can get shot <laughs> at any moment of the time for just for just two fucks a day. If you give two fucks, yeah, we need one. Day, I, and I'll I'll sing the song for the background music. Okay, yeah, a free of now, charge. We, we got to get Erica Badu or, or like Jill Scott or somebody to sing it. <laughs> and then we'll have uh, Beyonce come in on that remix. Uh, and that's for right, when the man. commercial is shown during uh, nighttime hours, right there. Um, let me ask right. you both. Um, what advice would you give a young black man during this time? Uh, first thing you used to do is um, um, protect your black women, um, value them, actually uh, value them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, 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 like give, give, give work to your black women because um, mm -hmm. you know they. They're fucking there for you, like they ride. But you gotta date them first. <laughs> Just go. Ouch. <laughs> you know. Look in the mirror, Keisha. We're not talking about that. Ouch. <laughs> okay. Man. Okay. okay, wait. Um, I, uh, I still get points because my child is all black, right? Man, look, you didn't even fucking read. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even listen to our episode. You didn't think it was weird that we actually post anyway. Um, <laughs> The second thing is to like uh, uh, educate yourself mm -hmm. um, as much as possible. Never feel like you fucking know everything because you don't. Always be a student. Always be willing to learn. Um, uh, and fucking vote yep. as often as humanly possible. Vote locally. Uh, everything. Every even though it feels like the system is against you, not enough of us is actually putting the system to use. Yes. Uh, yep. On top of that, so like, uh, uh, you know, be politically active, pay attention to shit around you, always be willing to learn, and, and protect black women. Like, that's, that's, that's my three. That's mm -hmm. my, I'm going to tell my son at least. Randy, did, I think you kind of broke that down for us a little bit earlier when you were talking about your son. Or would you, is there yeah. anything you wanted to add? No, well, I mean, mostly it was like, my first thing was just to take care of yourself. Like, yeah. I, I don't want... I don't want our passion for progression in the lives of black people to be undercut by the progress of a current pandemic going on. It's like, so you need to take care of yourself, not yeah. even emotionally, but mentally and physically. Yeah. It's like, and everything going around right now is, is going to swell a lot of emotion, a yeah. lot of anger and passion. And I, I always tell, I always tell my son this, whenever you're feeling frustrated with the world, it is energy mm -hmm. that everything you feel and life, love, anger, and hate is an, is energy inside of you. And it needs some kind of focus. And it's like mm -hmm. anger is just passion without focus. And it needs something to point at. Yeah. And it's like, if you can find, if it's, you know, sometimes it's just as easy as throwing a brick and that gives you focus, but it's like, that's not healthy. And so especially not at a black owned business. It. I just want to put that right. in there. Especially yeah. not a black owned business. Yeah. So, but throwing your passion into like art, throwing your yeah. passion into educating yourself through politics, throwing mm -hmm. your passion into reading and writing and, and like telling your message and bringing your voice out, that's all part of that same passion. You can throw all that energy into one point and then you'll feel better about it, right. but it also makes something creative come out of it as well. And it's like, I tell my son is every time he gets upset, is like, I want you to take a breath and I want you to find a use for this. Right. I know you're mad at this thing right now, but I want you to take a breath 
and then use your brain to figure out the problem. Right. Rather than getting upset and throwing something, I want you to stop, take a breath, and then use your brain to solve this problem. Right. Right. And, and we like, all black this people have we a need lot to... of layers though. So it's like it needs it a does. lot of thinking. And we need to keep the same energy that we're having during the protest and, you know, hashtagging Black Lives Matter. We need to use that same energy in November when it's time to vote. Because and that's really how we get change. Um, uh, so do you think that the world owes Colin Kaepernick an apology? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, 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 the, the NFL. Yeah, most the, definitely. The NFL, everybody who was on his jock, absolutely. Yeah, they, they uh they owe him more than that because yes. uh like, like they owe him back taxes <laughs> for, for my sports fans. Yeah. The fact that um you know, Blaine Gabbert kept, still had a fucking like that's how I knew he was blackballed because some people were like I don't know maybe it was I was like no nah, Blaine Gabbert is absolute doo doo water. He is absolute trash. He and said he was doo doo water. Lead. He said basically Galveston water. <laughs> Worse than that. Worse than that. Take Galveston water and pour it on a gas station floor. Yep, let, it, let it marinate. That, that, that's the he was trash. That's how and coronavirus got him in it. <laughs> <laughs> it started there. Because I got in Houston. Right. <laughs> but no, it, 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 yeah, like it, it, it was clear as day. And like, I, I'm, I'm glad um, that they're kind of sort of fessing up to it because it's, it, 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 you know, like it was, that was plain, that was plain as day that that was the reason why. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it just took the entire country, you know, to be fucking active and like set on fire for it to be like, you know what, maybe, maybe we should let them kneel. Like no shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe we should just let them kneel. No shit, Sherlock. Y'all didn't know who we did it the peaceful way. So now y'all about to hear the, y'all about to hear it daily now. You know what I mean? You're gonna there's gonna be daily posts about it. Like we're not about to shut up. Like you had your chance, you fucked it up. So um, so we're gonna keep rolling right on to uh into bitch please. But before we do that, please let our audience know what is coming up next for Cult 45. How they can listen to the show. How they can follow you guys on social media. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at Colt Four Five Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Colt Four Five Podcast. That's C U L T Four Five Podcast. Um, we got a Patreon as well. Like uh, we actually know what our prizes are. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so I want to embarrass you. I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm take my advice and protect my black woman. I'm not I'm not gonna lay out. What Thank we you. Have. I appreciate but, uh, it. Um, mm -hmm. What but uh, <laughs> but you you can find us on any podcasting apps um, except iHeartRadio. We, we've been trying for that one, but Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Satchel, yada yada yada. Um, what's what's going to be actually uh, wonderful for us is we we already have two already pre-recorded episodes because uh, the pan pandemic allowed us to catch up. But then at the same time, we had we, we just have not been in the mood to like, like actually joke around about shit. Mm -hmm. So uh, next episode coming up is going to be uh, Thor with our boy uh, Bryfy. Uh, okay, hey. okay. Yeah, so um, he, he'll be on, and uh, it, it'll be us pre Ahmad Aubrey. So we'll be in pretty fairly fairly good mood. Joyous moods. Gotcha. Yeah. Randy, anything you want to add before we go into the bitch, please? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> All righty then. So, bitch, please. You be rolling down the street telling stories. B
Bitch, you never tell the truth. Bitch, please. Everybody know you lying, bitch, cause all you do is lie. You guys know that, uh, of course, I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm a, I'm a black woman, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. Well, more than anything, I'm an asshole. And that's why I'm going to award a child with the bitch please of the week. So, this little girl woke up one morning and had lost her motherfucking mind. And she decided to go on the TikTok and talk about the mm. word nigger. Both nigger with the hard R and the one with the A. Producer James, can you please play the clip that is courtesy of PerezHilton.com? You're going around about why brown people should be able to say the N-word. So I'm here to tell you why white people should be able to say the N-word. Because we made it up. And none of you guys would be able to say that word if my ancestors didn't decide to call you black people niggers all the way back in those old days. And so what do you guys do to try and show your appreciation for coming up with your best word to call your best friend nigga as you pass each other in the hall? You do what all good black people do. You stole it. So all I'm doing here is just trying to take back what's already ours. All right, so Jim Bob and Sue Ellen, your kid done fucked up. Let me say this. I'm going to give her some advice. I know you decided to go to the interwebs to display your hatred for black people. But listen, bitch, you ain't fucking cute. Your only hope in life is that a black guy dicks you down and gets you pregnant. Because ain't no white dude, at least no white dude with all his teeth, is going to even fuck with you. And that is why you get the bitch please of the week from the Libra Lounge with Keisha. I want to give a big thank you to Brandon and to Randy <laughs> for coming on the show. Y'all are my boys. And I can't wait to be able to see y'all again and we can collab some more. Until then... Peace, love, unity, and be sucker free. All right, we're out. It's the Libra Lounge. The Libra Lounge. Ooh.